So, I think at this point, we just need Hobbs and Shaw to be incorporated into the MCU. I feel like we may have talked about this before. It already is. But I mean, I think Fate of the Furious, they were already in the MCU when Vin Diesel is lifting up a car and yeah. Paul Walker gets out. But Hobbs and Shaw... Or just replace the DCEU with... Yeah, I would be down with the Hobbs and Shaw universe. replace the DCEU with the Fast and Furious universe. But I'm looking more forward to Hobbs and Shaw than I am to Fast 9. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's going to be such a bonkers, awesome mess. Yeah, it, like I was watching it at the latest trailer went at the theater, and it was crazy just like how much they're <laughs> go, how much they're covering just like in the trailer like a car strapped to a helicopter yeah the rock is holding them together and then yeah. like yeah, daisy and like daisy <laughs> chain trucks like being yeah. pulled by a helicopter like it's... where the fuck is this going <laughs> <laughs> and then i think it's pretty cool i think it's pretty cool that like the rock's like all right we're gonna take this to like you know like Polynesia, yep. like you know, yeah. Samoa. Yeah, when we like... start seeing like the Polynesian <laughs> dancing and like the like, oh, oh, like this whole cultural thing, I'm like, oh, The Rock had so much creative control. Yeah, <laughs> and I it's love it. It's gonna be great. <laughs> and Idris Elba, like I think in one of the trailers, just straight up says that he's a superhero. That no, he's, he says I'm he's black, black Superman. Black yeah. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then someone confirms he is black. Yeah, Superman. he's like genetically engineered. He's like beyond a human. It, it, like it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I like that it's like cartoonish but played as realism. I love it. That's what I like about it not being in like a Marvel universe or DC universe. It's just pure like but, we're gonna yeah. pretend that this is real, but fuck it, we're going. But that's nuts. what's great about the Fast <laughs> franchise. At least once you get pat like from five beyond, is that they cracked the code. They're like, okay, we're just gonna make this be like cartoonish, yep. but still supposed to be grounded in reality yeah yeah <laughs> so, i mean you know what i feel like could use a little bit more of that like grounding is the movie that we just watched yeah <laughs> boy there's a lot about the movie that we just watched that because there was a lot of cartoonish there is. there's a lot of cartoonish but there it's i just wish there's a little bit more grounding like i wish there was a little bit more like all right we're gonna take this like halfway seriously instead of just making this a huge slapstick and, you know, let's just keep, continue to bury or, the lead. Or, and... maybe, <laughs> or maybe not just make it super formulaic and blah. Yeah. Like, like so, what, I guess we're in non-spoilers, but. Yeah, well, but we what, should probably announce the movie that we're watching yeah. instead of continuing instead to talk about it and just assuming everyone knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Although, this will have an episode title, which yeah, will have the name of the movie. Which you will download this yeah. and know that we saw Men in Black International. Um, <laughs> and the plot summary of which is it's Men in Black, all the other ones, again! It's, it's, it's every other Men in Black movie, but this time it's Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Yeah, which, um, yeah, they brought a lot of charisma to the screen. I, I, I won't fault any of the performances in this movie. Yeah, I think yeah. all the performances are good. It's just... It's so thoroughly formulaic. It's so the same movie we've seen every other time. It's so blah. It, it's so yeah, that, predictable. It's that's what I, I. One of the first notes I wrote, like as I was like furiously leaving the movie, like, not furious. I wasn't furious when I was leaving it. I was writing the note furiously. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> not that it's a terrible the movie. It's just it's not good. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, this movie feels like it never left like the nineties. Yes, and and. <laughs> Some good ways and some very not good ways. <laughs> there, there's some Agreed. ways where I'm like, oh, this is like, it's really nice to just have like this kind of like fun, kind of slapsticky, like Summer little buddy, buddy cop. cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it just doesn't seem like there's been a lot of, it didn't add to that at all. It didn't do anything no, to it, it's, add it's to like, the hey, Men in Black franchise. It's just, hey, remember Men in Black movies? Here's a Men in Black movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's, it's exactly the same. It yeah. was perfectly fine. Yeah. That's yeah, how I like left right down to like, oh yeah, like this like really big thing is like hidden inside of this like really small thing, you know, like yeah. oh yeah, like just like the first one. <laughs> yeah. or, or like here's this like meaningless MacGuffin that you're gonna be chasing. It's the first movie again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But the first movie is the second movie, is the third movie, is this movie. Like I don't know. It, yeah. it it's just so corporate to me. Like one of the things I kinda 
took away from it was like, oh, this is just a cash grab. Like, down to the product placement. Because the there's so much product placement. Product placement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, endless. particularly the car, which, like, if you've watched, like, online videos, you've seen the ad for, like, where it's just a sample of this movie where they reveal the car and it's like, <laughs> I'm driving and gets in. This is on the wrong side. Not in this country. Yeah. Like, it's, like, so shameless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely it does not go easy on that, like, no. in any way. <laughs> no. Uh, I really, really just... Uh, maybe it was the edible. I... I was like... I see what it's doing. it wasn't the edible because... When, I had a beer and a martini watching this, and I had the same reaction. Well, no, like, I was like, I see what it's doing, but I'm still enjoying it to yes. a certain yeah, extent. No, like, like, it's, it's, it's not it's, the greatest thing ever, but I was like, I see, like, this is, like, so cheesy and trite, yeah. but I, it, I'm still having fun. Exactly. It's not unentertaining. <laughs> like, I, like, I enjoyed watching it. I was just so annoyed by the fact that, like, there could have been a good movie in this. Yeah. yeah, and the two perform the two leads, as you, you both are saying, the two leads are so great together. Can someone just give them a series where it's the two of them doing buddy cop stuff? I want a little more yeah. Thor Ragnarok style. Well, yeah, I, I want mean, a Valkyrie yeah, movie. That yes. like, yeah, I want a Valkyrie movie where like yes. Thor shows up and is kind of like more of like a sidekicky type character yep. in this movie where he's like, oh yeah, like I'm hanging out with like the Asgardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> but we're gonna have a little crossover event here, yep. and like you're gonna take the lead Valkyrie, and I'm just gonna like be Pop your in. partner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like what I would have wanted more from this movie with that dynamic, which (laughs) they made like a Thor joke in this movie. And it was so blatant and so. I legitimately like, it was like half just like, I can't believe you're doing this, but also just like, it was kind of hilarious. Like, it was hilarious to me that they even did it. Well, it it was hilarious that they did it, but it was also at the same time, that was when I was like, fuck you, movie. (laughs) That's when I was like, really? I yeah. seem to, maybe because I was the only sober one while watching the movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I was like, look, it's air conditioning. Everybody looks yeah. real pretty. Like, yeah. everybody looks hot as hell and stylish. Like, I'm on board for this. Like, this is perfectly fine. Like, it's, yeah. it's a good movie to watch on a plane. <laughs> right? That's exactly what it is. It's a movie to watch on a plane. Yes. <laughs> like, a really long flight. Like, yeah. oh, I'll watch Men in Black International, nap in the middle of it, maybe. <laughs> like, well, it was actually, it's actually nice because I was like, oh, it's under two hours long. I know. Which, like, never happens Barely. in movies. I know. But I know. St- actually, well, yeah, it's either way. It's one hour 55. Either way, I but was if like. But if you count in the credits, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. But, but there it, might have been in a post-credit scene I don't know I did not I, stick we didn't, around I know I know no. one stayed around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't like feel like my bladder was gonna explode midway no. through the movie which is a nice thing these days right I don't feel like I'm like am I doing kidney damage by watching this movie in one sitting yeah <laughs> Uh, I really liked uh, Kumail Nanjani. Yes. Uh, I, I thought that he did as good of a job with what he was given as anybody could. Yeah. Like, and again, like, I got some good legit laughs from his character. Yeah. Like, his performance was definitely very well done. Yes. <laughs> his performance was well done. I don't think that the writing of that character or even the animation of that character was as good as his performance was. Yeah. Yeah, the animation was a little. Um, kind of, well, I think it's the character design was so. Yeah, that's the problem. Weird. It was the character design was. I get they're going for that Men in Black thing. They're going for like, oh, it's the quirky little alien. It's like, oh, this little thing, but turns out he's super cool. And and, and I feel like there's a good range of because I actually did enjoy a, like most of the character design. Yep. Like all of like the background characters yeah. that you see, like like all the aliens. Yeah. Like they the look really one, cool. Yeah. Thing or like the giant tentacle thing that's yes. walking through. There was a lot of really cool aliens in it but it's still it, it's not pushing this franchise past anything that it's ever been yeah and i again this you probably weren't trying to do that they were yeah, they were just no. like let's make They're this money like, <laughs> let's let's make a in black movie let's get some money <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's a franchise that it sounds yeah. cynical but like people don't want brand new things in a franchise they want more of the same and it did it and it did it perfectly fine <laughs> yeah it was fine <laughs> i actually really uh so i i guess if we could try to summarize this okay so, are you gonna uh, try to summarize Molly, the plot? Yeah, Does it Mo- matter? Well, so okay. So first things <laughs> first. Should we, should we take first, a break and come back with spoilers? Or oh no, we're we're fine. We, okay. we can just generally talk about okay, what right. the movie's like yep. 
Go for lead it. into. Go for it. So, like, first of all, the movie starts with a flashback and then immediately goes from to, that flashback to, to another, another flashback. flashback. <laughs> I was like, this does not bode well. Yeah. Having double flashbacks. It's almost nice. like this movie has some structural problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, literally from the first, like, from the first scene, I was like, I already know exactly what's going to happen to this movie. Yes. And yes. It, and yes. exactly, that's exactly what happened. Yes, and when you <laughs> see certain uh, famous actors come on screen, you're like, well, you're clearly the villain, because why else would you be <laughs> yeah. in this and, movie? And also, we get to a later point where there's another person who they're super teeing up so hard to be the villain, you're like, yes. well, it's obviously not him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... By yes. a process of the elimination, I can say the only other person it is is this other person. The only other person with speaking lines. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Molly is like played by Tessa Thompson, is uh, a young woman. She's working kind of like a nine to five call center job that she is like hating, but at the same time, in the first flash or the second flashback that we see, <laughs> um, we find out that she saw an alien when she was younger. Uh, the MIB showed up. They neutralized her parents, but they didn't get her. And so she spent her entire life thus far, like, yeah. trying to discover her, quote, the truth of the universe. Yes. And before she even sees the alien, she's reading Stephen Hawking books as a small child. Yeah. Right? Like, we, like, we see yeah. that she's super into space. Yep. Yeah. That she's very, very smart. Yep. And so, yeah, she's, like, cons consistently trying to apply for, like, all of these different uh, government agencies, which... And getting, like, super far. Like, yeah. she's yeah. about to be taken into the FBI, but she didn't check a box. And, like, the same thing with the CIA and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. when it comes back later and they're looking at her chart, I don't know if you... It, it flashes on for, like, one second. But um, when I think it's Emma Thompson or somebody is pulling up, like, her records. And under the FBI one in the lower right-hand corner, just is in all caps, delusional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because she wants to be part of the space team, right? Yeah. She wants well, to take but, care but, of the like, people like, upstairs. Yeah. And that's, yeah, when she gets there, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, that was one of the kind of fun, like, oh, this is a men in black joke thing. Yep. Like, a, oh, the people, you know, upstairs. And the guy, <laughs> the oblivious guy from the FBI is like, you mean accounting yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah and then she's like hacked into like NASA space satellites and yep. is like tracking like traffic throughout the universe of like mostly it's comics but then one day there's like the ship that comes and it like changes trajectory at a really weird angle and is obviously headed to Earth and so it's very conveniently landing in New York where in, she in lives Dumbo. yeah <laughs> like around the corner from her apartment yep uh, and so she yeah runs to go see it and this is actually I like was really smart like I really like her character again in and of itself I, I like her character in yeah. itself yeah uh, but yeah it's like really smart the way she like you know does this she you know follows this she finds the uh they have like a hologram up that's hiding what they're actually doing and she like makes her way in and then she follows them back to like headquarters and thinks she's super slick and of course like everyone's just yeah, like, like talking her yeah. way in <laughs> and it's like yeah this is a place where like they know about aliens and they like have access to that so they probably have but, pretty decent security profiles right. <laughs> but here was one of my first like god damn it like you're just doing the same movie again was like she like sneaks her way in and I'm like oh this is cool like she's gonna infiltrate the organization but then it's like Frank the pug the talking dog you know yeah. the thing from the other two movies and it's like oh talk about like obvious or whatever and like <sighs> you really like this movie didn't you <laughs> I was frustrated by this movie I mean it definitely is one of those things where there was so much potential for yes. it yes uh, yes and it's disappointing because yeah. you're like wait you have all this talent you have all this money there's all you these have... like good I good so many good things in place and you just repeat yeah and, yeah. and then like you give us like Emma Thompson I'm like hell yeah Emma Thompson and then it's like oh we're barely gonna. She's have not here for like yeah. yeah majority of the movie. Yeah, yeah. She's got like two scenes. Yeah. yeah, they're walking this line where it feels like they like want to like please everyone. Of oh yeah, like we're doing this like new thing. We've got like a woman in the men in black, mm -hmm. and like that's like a little thing that comes up in like one or two lines where it's like. Can we talk they, about that in the yeah, spoiler we, section? Yeah, because yes. they never yeah. really dig into any of that. In any meaningful way. No, no. They're <laughs> offhand jokes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it was like, oh, this would have been cool to like actually like explore like, oh, an organization in the middle of like having to like work with this like change of like of actually like recognizing like, oh, we've been doing it this way for so long and this person is here to disrupt the way that we've been doing things. So like maybe we should like 
take a look into that and see like maybe we're missing a bunch of other very qualified people who would be amazing resources to like bring into this line of work and yeah, they no. said they just decided to go with like a basic like it doesn't world eater like world it, eater fucking villain it, it's, it's <laughs> the same thing it's like we've got okay there's a giant alien presence that's gonna come destroy our planet unless we can find this MacGuffin yeah <laughs> Like it, I wish I could capture your expression right, right? now. <laughs> we got to start like a YouTube channel or something. Yeah, right. for this. <laughs> but, but that's what's so frustrating about it is like we have this great chemistry between Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. We have great performances from Camille Nanjiani. We have Emma Thompson who's like wasted in this movie. We have Liam we Neeson. could Neeson. Liam Neeson who's just Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> the Liam Neesons. I my, love Mr. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. <laughs> that is my shit. Um, but exactly like you're saying, we could explore a whole different thing. It was like, oh yeah, the Men in Black, but we're gonna shake it up by like bringing different perspectives into it. We're gonna shake it up by doing like some new thing. But instead of doing that, we just made the same movie we've made three times yeah or even like the whole like hero complex thing that uh you know chris hemsworth has to deal with throughout the entire movie that again is just very surface level like brushed across of like super surface level. yeah and, and it's like yeah like this is someone who uh, okay we should wait for spoilers for this because this yeah, is yeah, like something yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, gonna, yeah. Get, into gonna get into this some yeah. things yeah, yeah, yeah um so yeah we will be back right We'll just we'll be, be right back, back. Right. We'll be right back. We're going to keep this right going. In a minute. <laughs> back we are to the place where we previously left from quite awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> With words <laughs> now uh, your favorite podcast now with words <laughs> what what was that english sentence that you were saying just then uh, i think we should just do it in mime <laughs> okay yeah so we were somewhere around the idea of um chris what's his face hemsworth, chris hemsworth. Thor, uh yeah. of him being vaguely inept which he's called in the movie and i think that that actor is really like the ghostbusters movie when he was in that that he, it first showed like that he could be funny and then he was in Ragnarok where they shifted it from being Kenneth Branagh serious <laughs> Shakespearean to just being bonkers amazing yeah. vaguely enough well, they, they had done that like a little bit earlier with some web stuff because Taika yep. Waititi had been doing these like exactly. web shorts with Thor where they're like exploring oh, oh what if Thor was funny exactly. or had a roommate yeah and, and so he's really like in this one he's really ratcheting it up in the vaguely inept uh, category and I was like man that's a really cool space for an actor to carve out <laughs> yeah. like hot and vaguely inept hot like vaguely inept dude and like he's got this whole like hero complex like we were talking about because like he had saved the world using only his his wits yeah. and a series five deatomizer and like he gives like repeating only his thing and it's kind of you can tell kind of from a mile away that, that this inept his. guy never did save the universe that like he was just well yeah again from the very first scene <laughs> like the way that it was cut it was just like yeah obviously like that didn't happen yeah but whatever 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 is coming next whatever to say that what happened is, here didn't like, happen oh I guess he was neuralized, maybe. Yeah. And it's like, why? I don't feel like we needed the flashback at all, to be honest. No. no. Like, I don't think that that was necessary. To, like, I don't think we needed really Tessa's either. Either flashback. Like... The double flashback, not needed. Yeah. Uh, speaking of structural problems, it's also really weird that it's international, but they seem to only go to like two they cities. They go to like And they go to Marrakesh, the same cities over and they go again. to London. Paris. They go to Paris. They go to Paris. Yeah, Paris. So they go to three cities. They go but to Marrakesh, they go to London. But then they keep going back to those same three cities. <laughs> it's Men in Black International just because it's not in America. Yeah. It's not only in Brooklyn. Right? <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so I actually really liked the villain, too. Yeah. Like, well, so not... Yeah, well, which one? So, yeah, because <laughs> they pulled a scroll again. This is, like, the third movie to pull the scroll thing, where it's, like, this shape-shifting, uh, seemingly um, evil, like, quote-unquote villain actually turns out to be, like, someone who's, like, trying to find their homeland or protect their homeland. Like, this just happened. They have, Mar Captain Marvel was the first one. Yep. And then after that was, um, we just watched something recently that where that, that did that. Yeah, what that was That just it? did that. 
Um, I can't remember, but but yes, yes. It, well, yeah, it, and now this one is doing the same thing. That, well, and it's like one of those things where it's like three almost exact same plots, <laughs> plots like <laughs> happening within a year of each other. It's ridiculous, and can we make it stop, please? <laughs> but I did like, uh, but I did like the character designs. I did like, I the, liked character the character designs. designs. I liked the way that they could like manipulate matter and space and stuff. Yes, like, I that was like some that. really cool stuff that we could have explored more instead of this lame plot of like, there's a mole inside Men in Black. Is it the guy who we're teeing up to obviously be the mole? No, of because that's no, a misdirect. <laughs> no. Aren't we clever? It's the like, famous person who's here for a pay. Check and only going to be in one movie, yeah. right? It's the law and order, like the yes, law and order effect, exactly. where it's like, oh yeah, this really famous character has just been kind of like hanging out on the sidelines, and it's been like a fairly background, even though they should definitely be, be doing more. Even though they're like, oh yeah, they're obviously the bad guy. Yes, obviously, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, but on the um, the twins and their their uh, design, I really love that they use that pillars of creation, that kind of deep space NASA photography. As a little side note, I happen to be reading a book right now about how all that Na you know that NASA imagery that we see is intentionally tinted by NASA to make it look like like 1800s paintings of the Wild West. Like that's very intentional on oh, their part to have that like new frontier quality. So embedded in that imagery is the history of genocide. Oh. <laughs> so oh. Yay! Yay! Right. <laughs> escape. I know. I was like, I'm sitting there watching it, and Jim's like, "Don't say that on the podcast. No one cares." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "I'm gonna say well, it." That's damn why it. you're here. Yeah, that's like, what we do. Do we get this sort of insight? <laughs> but but no, I loved I loved that like they kind of had this nebulous like actual matter yes. to them, and they can like shift in and out of these like borrowed forms and like and it was they, a really cool design yeah. and it's like and their oh, powers were cool like oh, yeah. can we just watch them throw shit around but, but for an hour and a half what's instead? so annoying <laughs> is like there were like uh, multiple times in the movie where they would come back and i'll be like oh yeah those guys <laughs> We're like, oh, oh, right. Like, there's these there's this alien threat that we're supposed to be remembering. Yes. yes. Except for, like, this other side plot that, like, we focus most of the movie on. Well, yeah, because, okay, again, something else that, did, like, they didn't need to be, go to Marrakesh. <laughs> yeah, like, why? Because the, they originally... Uh, no new information. We just go there to get Kumail Nanjiani's character. Yeah, yes. which, I mean, like, all right, Funny. fine, he's a good character, yeah. but, like... Um, we don't need that at all. No, we just no. Didn't need it. He could have just like wandered in off the street. Yeah, it would have been fine. That yeah, or just be literally been like one of the random aliens of yep. like the or, hundreds or thousands. Yeah. That or have it like be there. like, he, like he's the pawn who's like serving his queen. His queen gets killed, but like his queen gave him a like directive to go find the men in black and like serve them or something. Like we don't need to go to Marrakesh Already, this just is a to movie. get. Already, you've just written a better like, movie. Just to get Kamel Nanjiani back into the story like when he first showed up i was like oh cool a little like cameo by camille nanjiani and then like turns out oh like he's a main character throughout it i would, but it, it's in just such a sloppy way yeah i yeah I, again yeah so, I, I so was, many unearned things unearned things but i will talk about something i do like i can i can go there um the uh, arms dealer the Rebecca, oh, Ferguson, Rebecca Ferguson's character. Was that her character's name? I can't Rizza, yeah. Rizza. Rizza. Yes, so his former lover. Her wig, her costume was fucking amazing. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I want to cosplay her awesome. in real life. I, I, I liked her, um, like muscle character like who's he just looks like hank mccoy like he's yeah. the beast but that it turns out that he's the alien that tessa thompson like saved like as a in little kid which again flashback you're like okay but, he's gonna come back yeah, like obviously this is it's the Chekhov's alien yes so, like obviously he's going to come back he comes back in the third act of like and he saves everything i, I liked him i liked the design of him i liked that Riza has like a third arm. I like. Yeah, she's an arms dealer yeah. with a third arm. Yuck, yuck, yuck. But I would say that it's a little bit different because, you know, if you think about female aliens, right? Um, like Total Recall, she would have three boobs and this she has three arms. And the, there's a really cool fight sequence that they do with that third arm. I yeah. really like that. Yeah. And they have to take, she has to take her cape off to uh, start start having the action sequence. Like all of that. I love the vampiness of it. That yeah. Was, that was it, super fun. If we're talking about things that we liked, I mean, there's always the men in black joke of like, who are the celebrities in real life who are aliens? Mm -hmm. And they say Donald Glover. And like, I thought that was hilarious just because of like, of course he's an alien. Like there's no human being who could be that talented. <laughs> <laughs> in so many different ways. Yep. So, like, I love the idea of, like, oh, so Donald Glover's an alien. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I feel like the one person on there that, like, actually, like, 
paid them to put him in the movie is like Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> They're like, yeah. He's like, just put me in your movie, please. I want to be, I want to be an alien. alien. Yeah. <laughs> Do any of his products appear in the endless product placement? But you know what? The first, the earlier Men in Black movies also did that. They too. also did. Oh yeah, it's yeah. not so a new it's not thing new, to this but, franchise. But it does not wear well. And now that we're out of the nineties, <laughs> well, when, again, when it's like just so like obvious, Blatant. like oh yeah, we're gonna pull the pull the, the, the sheet off of the, the car yeah. to show this Lexus that yeah. like I mean it's. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's like one point where they even like say like the model year of a yeah. car in the but movie, the, but also in, in other Men in Black <laughs> movies, and then there's like a link to it where you can purchase it. Here's my, one of my Would other like problems: the movie just stops. It's like your movie was them playing in five seconds. <laughs> in, in previous Men in Black movies, they have the car, but like when you show the inside of the car, it's dicked out in like a futuristic like a thing. In this one. They're like, no, we need to show the features that this car has. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they're showing you, like, the heating and cooling systems. And they're showing you, like, the... The little dash. Yeah. All, like, dash. And, like, all this stuff that's like, no, that's just this Lexus. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch White Collar? There's a season of White Collar where clearly they're being paid by Chevy. Because they awkwardly would, like, get in the car and then be like... Look at this really useful navigation system on this whatever kind of Chevy truck van that we're in. I'm like so was, glad that we can get to the crime scene with ease. It's exactly. Like it, it was it was pain, the same level of painful, painful, painful. Uh, I, I, I liked the, the Marrakesh alien where it's like the guy's beard is just this alien. Yes. He just has like a, a modest mustache, but the beard is like this entire alien creature. And that paid off pretty in a pretty good joke where he's like hiding in their like water bottle in their canteen and like he pops up and he's like, oh, we drank from that. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's Tessa Thompson's delivery or the line itself, but it was so funny where she's I thought it tasted like a living beard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I Again, love... Again, good, good character design, right? That's really fun. Like, I could have spent all day with that gross, weird character <laughs> doing weirder and grosser things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what other things do we have here? I have lots of notes about, again, costume and production design things that I liked, but... Yeah, there, there were, mean, like, yes. it was a gorgeous movie to look yeah, at. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool world, and I think that's what this franchise has figured out, is that, like, yeah, like, we built a really cool world, and it's fun to play in, it's just they're not interested in telling any new stories in this world. And that's what I think a lot of people find so frustrating about the franchise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and at the same time, like, you can do that and still be better than this. I yes. mean, yeah. like, we've got, like, the whole, like, Fast franchise, which we've just been talking about, where... It's pretty formulaic. Like it's pretty. Uh, yeah, you know exactly. Like, like there's plenty of like plot product placement yeah. throughout it. Yeah. It's like all of these things. Like yeah, it is like it is a cash grab, but it's one that still feels like it's done with like some level of like love or like like care for like done, the craft of like done in what they're like doing. A, a more I don't want to say sophisticated, but like a more fun way. Like well, yeah. I don't care about the product placement in the Fast and Furious franchise because I'm just on for such a fun ride. It doesn't like, feel like, as cynical as it's this not does. A, yeah, exactly. And, it's not as cynical as this they're one. like not... even more overt about it. They'll be like drinking a Coke in slow motion while yeah, there's no, like another, like, you know, like they just lean into they, it. They will openly talk about Corona. Just be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I prefer Corona to this other beer. <laughs> like, and <clears throat> I don't care because everything else around it is so much fun and it's so bombastic and it's yep. like... It's still formulaic, but they're doing, like, new things kind of each time. Yeah. Like, well, and, again, the characters have had time to grow with the franchise as opposed to this one where, like, every time they do a new one, they just kind of, like, toss in new people and... Or they bring the same people back for, like, no reason. Yeah. Like, Men in Black 2, when they bring Tommy Lee Jones out of retirement, it's just because they want that chemistry back. And it's it doesn't work from a story standpoint. Like, yeah. It, yeah, no, it's yeah. 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 I, I think we're, we're all are kind of like, meh. Yeah, <laughs> no, this movie is thoroughly meh. Yep, it, it's yep. 
Uh, other things that I liked, let's see. Uh, the I, I I liked her commenting when he had unbuttoned his shirt way too far. That there's a difference <laughs> yeah, between and club casual club and casual. desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I liked everything about um, Rebecca Ferguson's character. Her her costuming, her lair. You know the what is the joke about it? That it's a fortified fortress of for sure death or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I want to live there in that atrium. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a, the arms dealer in this universe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I did like a lot of the that they continued that motif of the kind of 60s modernist minimalist space age stuff and kind of updated it for 2019 I thought they did a good job with that and the kind of Eiffel Tower turn of the century celestial stuff that shows up every once yeah. in a while yeah. like, and like we start explaining yes. like the Eiffel Tower was built by like one of the founders of the men in black like we start yes. expanding the world in some really cool ways but not really to any avail but I know yeah. I know man this should uh, if I again in me rewriting this sloppy <laughs> yeah. boring um, not very interesting retread the idea that like now immigrants have freedom of movement and aren't being tracked constantly right a little bit of but, kind but of that commentary. was a cool thing in the first movie was it yeah. like, is that like earth is kind of a harbor for like immigrants from the galaxy and like it was one of these things we explored a little bit in that movie and again it's so much wasted potential like because yep. there's cool things about that in this yes and the, Ellis, the Eiffel Tower being kind of like an Ellis Island is the kind of first point of immigration beautiful let's watch a movie about that like yeah. Yeah. why don't we flash back till then yeah. <laughs> and watch that and movie chris hemsworth is so charming and tessa thompson is great and like this movie needs a thousand percent more emma thompson i wish they would have flop like flop flip-flopped emma thompson and um Rafe, and yes. uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah, I, I wanted to say Rafe Fiennes. I don't know why. But Liam <laughs> I mean, Neeson. similar, like, older British yeah. sounding, like, authority figure. Yeah, but, like, a little bit of Emma Thompson we get is great. The, like, I don't know. It's just so much wasted her, potential. Her costuming, man. Woo. Yes, I loved her costume. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was so cool with that high collar and, like, the giant buttons in the back. And, yep. oh, man, it was yep. cool. Yeah, it had a nice little peplum that was really flattering on her. Ah, oh, really good. And, yeah. like, she's yep. got this kind of short-cropped, like, white hair. Yep. It, it was so cool. No, this movie's got style. Yeah. yeah. That, there's no denying that. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it does. And that's what, that was fun about the ones from the 90s, too, right? It's like, you put on your sunglasses, and you're cool, and you've got the cool car, and you've got the suits, and the watches, and, you know, like, there's something about it that's very stylish, but there's nothing new in this movie. I did really like the... the armory that the car was yeah yeah that was, that was, really that was cool a cool like a fun moment it's like oh yeah pull out this part of the car pull out that part of the car because <laughs> like they keep finding these aliens and like they're so indestructible and so powerful that they keep having like ratchet up the firepower and yeah. so they're like taking different parts of the car out to pull out new weapons that was a lot of fun we're trying. We're trying. We're trying, we're trying to find. We're trying to enjoy this. It was fine. It was <laughs> we, fine. We, it was fine. No, yeah. Again, like, yeah. Literally, just fine. Fine. That's all there is to it. And yeah. I, I feel like the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score like really highlight oh, that. Yep. Because <laughs> that was one of those things where, um, yeah, the critics. I think it's like twenty two. It's twenty two percent. Yeah. From critics, but it's sixty five from audiences. Okay, it was a little bit higher. So audiences are opened. like, yeah, it's fun, but like critics, like people who are. Th- looking at this kind of the way we are like yeah like it it's fun but it's it's the same it, it's the exact same movie we've made three times already so i mean how far are we going with this we yeah. should just we should just in in protest like review the same movie over and over again and just say the same things about it over <laughs> yeah, and over again like, just, just make this me. meta review <laughs> oh well, have you heard of the best idea of all or the worst the worst idea, idea of, all, of time? all time no Oh. It's a podcast with these two guys from New Zealand, and they take like a terrible movie, uh-huh. and they will watch it and review it every week for one calendar year. So the nice. first season they watch uh, Grown Ups Grown 2, Ups two yeah. 52 times. Yeah, and the second season was Sex in the Sex City, in the too. City too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I think I'm, I'm, I know and, what I'm doing And I listened to it for a while, anyway. but I, I, I had to quit because I got so depressed listening to these two men just descend into madness. No, it's, it's so sad. Like, it's, it's like, I mean, it's like, they're fine, but right, it's right. like still just like listening as they like watch these movies. Like, by the time it gets to week, like, and, and the waves of it uh-huh, is just yeah. really hilarious. It's like, 
one week they'll be like, oh god, I can't believe this. And then the like, next week they're like delirious almost. Yep. It's the next week you're like, oh, we found like this fun thing in it. Like, <laughs> and then the next week they're back to like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, back to reviewing movies. That was a nice little tangent for you it guys. Was. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we can't really say much about this movie. Uh, more, we, uh, we were, you were going to do uh, the critics. Well, yeah, but I, we already kind of went over it. It's a 5.7 um, on IMDb. It's a 38 on Metacritic. 22% Rotten Tomatoes, 65% Audience Tomatoes. And I think that's kind of right. I think if you're thinking about this critically, yeah, it's, it's like a 22%. It's like a like a C or like a... Well, like, yeah, when you're thinking like about like actual technique and... Like, or it's, there's nothing like... But is it an entertaining watch? Sure. Like, as long as you're going in knowing that it's the same movie you've already seen, you'll have a good time. Yeah. Um, but... But yeah, I think those numbers are, are pretty much right. Yeah, I, I I felt very much the same. Like I didn't really go into it expecting a whole lot. I was yeah, like, I'm I, sure I didn't it's gonna have be a high fun, fine movie. Yeah. And that's what I got was the fun, fine movie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That didn't go into the gender politics of calling it men in black when <laughs> Well they, there women. was one and it's kind of a joke where Chris Hemsworth says like the men and women in black and then he turns around and like winks at her and does a and thumbs up does a yeah. thumbs up yeah. and I'm like see that that <sighs> moment for me is actually my favorite mo- moment in the movie because it captures that like look I'm being an ally yeah, right he's, he's and you're like inept yeah. guy, but he's still like the bumbling but, uh, people have yeah. done that to me where like the thumbs up to me I'm like oh fuck you right and I have <laughs> no like dumbly done the like thumbs up I'm being an ally and people are like oh shut up Tar right like they yeah, actually like, captured that really really well that, that sensation I'm like, doing something i'm trying and you're like yeah. i okay like yep. you're just like okay. yeah okay okay I, <laughs> but it, i've never seen a joke that really got that yeah yeah yep okay well so that was my favorite moment unless anyone else has any other notes i'll do some quick kevin bacon before we come back for recommendations oh, yeah, yeah. let's get that bacon like, nothing nothing okay nothing so nothing. chris hemsworth <laughs> is in thor ragnarok with jeff goldblum who is in jurassic park with sam neill who is in the hunt for red october with sean connery who is in The Rock with Ed Harris, who's in Apollo 13 with Kevin Bacon. Yay! Yeah. But wow. Sam Neill's also in Thor Ragnarok. Sam Neill is in, um, he's in the play, the play about how great Loki is. He plays... Um, Wait, who is? Sam, Sam Neill? Neill? Yeah, the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays... Um, I remember Matt Damon Anthony being in there. Yeah, he plays Anthony Hopkins' character, the dad. That, oh, was, that was Sam Neill? Yes. Yeah, because it, it had just come off doing um, Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, God. But so it's, and that makes sense because, yeah, Taika yeah. Yeah, directed it. Yeah, Taika so he could yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, well, then that's... You, even, it's that's, even shorter. Can, yeah. <laughs> Tighten that up. I did not recognize Sam yeah. Neill in that movie. I yeah. can't believe I've he seen played, that like two or three times and never knew that Sam next, Neill was in it. Yes, he plays uh, whatever... Odin. The, Odin, thank yeah. you. Yeah. In the, within the play. The, yeah. the play yeah. that Loki yeah, yeah. So it, the, all three of them are cameos because it's one of the helms... Thor's real life brother, then Matt yeah, Damon, it, and it's then Liam Samuel. Hemsworth, and Matt Damon, and like, like one of the other Hemsworths, and Matt Damon, and and now Samuel. Well, awesome. That sounds good. And when we get back, we're gonna have some recommendations for you, and maybe a little more ranting. And we're back. And we've got some recommendations. Well, actually, let's talk a little, because Tara was actually traveling for a little bit, weren't you? Yes, I was. I was extremely, extremely lucky and got to go. My film was showing at two different festivals in Europe, and so I got to go. Um, First at Anima Fest Zagreb, which is in Croatia, which was this really funky, awesome, artist-friendly amazing experience and then I went to Annecy which is the uh, like largest animation festival in the world like the new Disney movie premiered there like that level of uh, really big corporate I had slightly a miserable time and left the (laughs) awards at one point because when the second movie about cowboys and Indians comedies about cowboys and Indians won an award when the second one won I just got up and left I was like this is just racist. <laughs> like I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, it was. I had, there were a lot of uh, mantles, all male panels, which I don't know if, for those of you um, who may not know about this, but there are petitions, and a lot of my 
science friends have signed them to like refuse to serve on panels like panels that are all men. There's also um, all white panels that people refuse but, to. I mean, who else yeah. would you expect but to talk I, I, about wait, women's wait, rights and there's, like, there's oh opinions other than diversity. those of straight white men? Like who? I mean, who else I've would you been, to talk I've about spent a lot Tara. of time on the internet, and I, 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 I the internet much thought that, that. <laughs> that just like the only opinions that matter are those of straight white men. I, uh, you're kind of blowing my mind right now. Oh yeah, Tara. Actually, you know what? We should just be quiet for the rest of this episode. Right, right. So really Colin like, can have his yeah, say. Like, yeah. Colin, we'll just let the white man have the floor. Like, yeah, you. You just go right ahead, Colin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of that. It was actually kind of shocking to me because, like, if people in the sciences are doing this, like, artists, do fucking better. Like, try harder. So there were a lot of – it was so white. It was, like, shockingly white at the awards. There was one person of color on stage, and they were a judge. You know, like, the things that won were kind of in that, like, oblivious – um, what, what, what am I trying to say here? Again, oblivious to, to what the images that they're producing mean. It was so fucking frustrating. And that said, I did get to go to the Netflix party and drink free champagne while ice skating. So, yeah, you know well, what? Okay, <laughs> all right. Woo! Take us with you next time, Tara. I know, exactly. I wish you could all come with me. Um, but I did get to see, and I, again, was extremely lucky to get to go to all and I'm very grateful. Uh, did they? Like, uh-huh. Sorry. Did they announce? Um, I heard that that's where they announced the Boondocks revival. Yes. Did they air any of that at all, or is I that still not even in production? yet? I don't even know if it's in production yet. Okay. But I, yeah, they didn't. Again, that's where they do all the big announcements, and I missed a lot of that. I'm <laughs> super excited for that. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm super excited for it too. Yeah. Um, but I did get to see a lot of really great movies, so I'm just gonna list like ten of them really quickly. So you'll just have to Google the title and then the word animation after it because I can't pronounce any of these directors names because <laughs> they're all from Latvia all over the world that I can't pronounce so I'm just going to list them really fast is that okay yeah, should I say please. anything about them or I can show you the I guess we could well, scan the, the photos the podcast, yeah. the very visual medium of I podcasting know, right? you can exactly. show us yeah we could put some stuff on the yeah. okay. on the tweeters and the instas and, and on the new website oh yeah we've got a website that's right thank yeah. you thank you <laughs> Okay, a uh, piece of meat, which is um, uh, animating a piece of meat, which is really <laughs> wonderful. Uh, Mom's clothes, which is about uh, um, the artist kind of uh, reflecting on wanting to wear his mother's clothes uh, as a child. Um, the common space, which is about landscape in Italy. Kids, um, which is also which is both a movie and comes as a game that you can play, um, which is like three bucks or something. Slug Life, which is just one of like the most surreal. Like I will never want to French kiss anyone ever again after watching how people French kiss in this movie. <laughs> um, just you talking about that, that sounds gross. It, it, yeah. it's, it's wonderfully gross, yeah. Um, uh, Muedra, I think that's how you pronounce it, which is um, by one of the lead animators for, um, what was that? movie I didn't watch because I was pissed about it. Um, I Love Dogs, one of the lead oh, stop motion animators. <laughs> really? You didn't go see I Love Dogs because it's kind of problematic? From the beginning, from the outset, <laughs> like, like from, like the... From, from the conception of I Love Dogs, it's problematic? Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, But, um, but one of the lead animators did a short, and it's phenomenal. It's like the, this kind of salamander running in the desert, and if you know anything about stop motion, think about the light, right? Like, you take it over time, and so the light's constantly changing. It's so ambitious and technically amazing, and it's a great short little um, nonverbal story. Uh, Down Escalation, uh, which is uh, by um, Shinsaku. Hi, Shinsaku, if you're listening. Um, Five Minutes to See, which I think is maybe my favorite that I think would you both would like, where it's um, by a Russian woman, and it's a uh, little kid who wants to swim in the ocean, and the mother tells the little daughter, like, no, you have to wait five minutes until you can go back in. And so it's time as seen from the little kid who's like sitting on the blanket waiting five fucking minutes to get to the back of the ocean compared with the elderly couple who are sitting next to her and so it's their each of their five minutes uh-huh. experience oh in five my minutes God, it's really amazing it's wonderful it's wonderful and it's a five minute film right like it's it's really yeah. great um and then the one feature i saw that i think you both would really like and i think our listeners would really like um i didn't see a lot of the features because most of the time they'll get distribution on netflix or someplace anyway so you know i didn't bother i went to see all the shorts that are almost impossible to see otherwise um but it's called away uh it's by a latvian uh, filmmaker and it is imagine if Mia, if like Totoro didn't have any talking and was like a little bit more wondrous about the world, it's just the story of a kid on a bicycle running away from a looming figure and has a bird. 
that that's the plot basically and it's wondrous and beautiful and the animation style is very much influenced by um G studio ghibli films but it, it, yeah I would, but then via kind of a latvian sensibility yep yeah i mean that seems like um I can't. I don't know if I could imagine a movie that has more of a sense of wonder about nature than, <laughs> than my neighbor Totoro. Because <laughs> like, look at the images, right? Sorry, maybe we can show a couple of these, like this. Oh and wow! This. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And again, on a technical note, it was all um, done in Unity, which is a game engine. Oh yeah. And they did it without any. Oops. And they did it without any shaders or anything. Like it's it's like technically really interesting, and it's a very small team of people who made it. Yeah, it's super smart. So check that out. Away cool. is the title. Well, yeah. Sorry, uh, that was my lengthy. Like, yeah, that's, I, I that like, was, that's a lot of really cool stuff, especially that short that I really. If you can minutes, find me a link to that in any way, like, yep. yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, watch yeah. that yep. very badly. Yes. Yeah, that was a good recommendation slash rant. Well, I just saw like <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of films. I was very, very lucky, even though most one of them I got up and left during because it was so fucking racist and misogynistic. I had to get up and leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it happens. That, yeah. That's movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colin, do you have any recommendations for us? Uh, yeah, there was, um, it, it was a few weeks back, but there was an excellent, excellent interview on um, the West Wing Weekly. It was episode 620 in God We Trust, which is not a very good episode of the West Wing in this. Um, but this episode of the podcast was really great because they had an interview with uh, the Reverend Katie Zay, who's the executive director for the Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice. Um, she is on Twitter at, at Katie Zay, and she is the author of Women Rise Up, uh, stories of resistance for today's revolution but it it was a really fascinating interview of like somebody who comes from a religious standpoint talking about like women's reproductive rights and like um, pointing to a few examples like from scripture of how women have been oppressed in this way like throughout all this time it was it was just an amazing amazing interview um, so I recommend like following her I haven't gotten to read this book yet but I'm very much looking forward to reading this book um, so that's one recommendation is to check out um, the Reverend Katie Zay and also this interview on episode 620 of the West Wing Weekly. Um, but also I watched a uh, documentary on Netflix called The Perfect Bid, The Contestant Who Knew Too Much. And it's about this guy who's like a middle school math teacher who kind of hacked the prices right where he just went in and like started studying the prices of all these different things and like <laughs> went to like dozens and dozens of tapings trying to get on and eventually like he did get on and he lost but then like he coached another guy to go on oh and, my like, god yeah <laughs> it, it was just like this guy just the story of this kind of kind of harmless creep but like he, he's really fascinating and it's like uh, i don't know how to describe how much i enjoyed this movie <laughs> but it was like this really documentary? yeah it's a documentary yeah. about this guy and like kind of controversy because he wasn't the one who did a perfect bid mm -hmm. where he bid on both showcases and got both of them like to the dollar so like he won the other uh, okay, showcase yep. by doing a perfect bid and like the people thought like somebody was cheating, cheating or like yeah, they, yeah. it's like this huge controversy but it's like um there's a controversy between whether it was this guy or the guy who actually did it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really interesting. I don't know. If you like The Price is Right, which I do, because it's kind of just a fun thing. Um, awesome. But also watching this... You, oh, and tips to get on The Price is Right, because a lot of my uh, friends, who, when they would like need money, their actors in LA needed to make money, is they would go on The Price go is the Right price is and right. win shit, yeah. right? Um, uh, yeah, but shoot me an email if you want to know tips about how to actually get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but watching it, they have like all these interviews with Bob Barker, and I'm like, oh, Bob Barker is such like a, a kindly, like old, like. But then I was like, oh, please don't be a, a creep, Bob Barker. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, no, he's oh, disgusting. no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, no, <laughs> like he's so grandfatherly and stuff in this, and I'm like, oh, he's so charming and grandfatherly. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh. No. No. No, no. Is he like white people's Cosby? I you know what I don't know the details now that I realize. It, it, I just not that well. I mean, like in terms of like of it. like yes. it's just like no. so just like, like this this like figure, disappointment like, yeah because right? yeah. I mean like yeah in terms like, of the Bill Cosby was yes. like you know like the father like, yeah. like in terms of disappointment <laughs> in terms of like he's like this charming old man and he's so grandfatherly and so that but then you when you like look at the like allegations against him and like the stuff that he did you're like oh. 
Oh, oh why? Yeah, I don't think. No. I, yeah, and he's not that important. I'm going to no. Okay, back. Yeah. No, he's also not that yeah. important. He's yeah. not as big of a deal he's, as Bill he's Cosby. Just gonna was. Go he's just going to go away. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm. That's my <laughs> hope. <laughs> just go away. Uh, that would be so nice. Just oh, let's just nope. yeah. Nope. Um, I'm going to recommend a little something more. Um, Ooh. Ethereal, esoteric. Ooh. I'm just gonna recommend watching something, like rewatching something from your youth. Oh. Like just like going back and like watching, like yeah. I don't know, like an old TV show. Uh, I went back and like started watching Yu Yu Hakusho again, which is like one of my favorite animes from like childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic. It's on Hulu. I also recommend watching that. Um, oh, Steam Summer Sale is going on right now, and that's going to be a shit show for me, and it already has been. Um, have you ever played Slay the Spire? I have not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I played two runs, and I'm addicted. I'm just like, this but, is so good. But in terms of, like, rewatching something from childhood, I did go back and rewatch Batman the Animated Series, oh, and so it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Like, that even through adult eyes, it still is fantastic. Did you get Mario Maker too? I have to buy a Switch. I thought you Because I have Mario Maker on the Wii U. Uh, so I have okay. to go get a Switch and then I'm going to get Mario Maker too. Because I'm definitely going to do that. I want a Switch so bad. All right. Breath of the Wild, Craig. Breath uh, of the Wild. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to our fun, rambly episode about our this. Our perfectly fine like, yeah, yeah, perfect, yeah, a perfectly fine episode. <laughs> for a perfectly our episode fine movie. that had like, no more <laughs> structural problems than the movie we were talking about. All right. Well, you can find us online. We are on the social medias. We are on Instagram and Twitter at IWITWT. We are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash IWITWT. And we are now at IWITWT.com. That's right. We got a website, bitches. All right. Uh, You can find both Colin and I individually. I am at Catharticus. I am at Colin Munch. And if you have anything to say to Tara, you can say it to us. Or you can just email me. Yeah, or email her. Yeah, she's got like a website stuff too. She's like super professional. She's been, she's been on her game. So we're just trying to get up to your level, Tara. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening and goodbye. I'm happy. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I hope that's fine. I can, I'm sure I can cut Just it. Just cut it out, but yeah. The, uh, Before uh, me uh, going, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs>